Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Screening Club podcast, where we talk all about the media that you love. Jeff here, as always. But today, uh, winter has come, and Mike has headed south, or north. North. Headed north. Uh, to where it's warmer. To, to, to where it's warmer, and I'm here with just Chris. How are you, Chris? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I, uh, I really, this this week... I couldn't wait for Game of Thrones. It was just, I just love it so, so, so much, you know? Yeah. But uh, anything else happening with you this week? Not much with me this week. I, you know, speaking of Mike, I did, he he was able to come out of his hiding away to come down and we saw Dunkirk together. <laughs> how How was that? I hear it's really good. It was very good. I was... I knew I maybe did a little bit more research than Mike. I revealed to him before the movie that it was PG thirteen, which he did not know. It's hard to make a World War Two PG thirteen movie. I didn't realize that. That does seem a little bit weird. Yeah, it didn't seem to bother him as much as it bothered me. But it, it bothered you. Yeah, like major explosions are going off. There should be like limbs around. Blood should be on. Like it was a very clean movie for a World War Two movie. Why did they? Why do you think they chose just just to widen the audience? Was it really that that important? Well, Mike made a good point that Christopher Nolan hasn't made many R-rated movies, mm. and he has enough clout that if he wanted to make it R-rated, he probably could have made it R-rated. So it might have just been a it wasn't a necessity, and they made the movie they wanted to make, and it was just rated PG thirteen. That 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 makes sense, and you still liked it. Still liked it a lot. Yeah. It showed the insane chaos of war and sod and beautiful 70 millimeter can't beat that really where did you guys see it boston common amc wow had to travel a little bit to see that one what was it packed mike works down there so i just went mm. met him but um what was it busy it was pretty busy that theater is unique these days in that there's no reserved seating so it was like the Wild West again. Where Mike <laughs> and I had to go in very early, and we got—we were like the second people in the theater. We got good seats. Wow. Yeah, it's good. Harry Styles, man, getting it done. Oh yeah. Just trying to make that transition. You tr- traditionally don't like uh, One Direction at all, but you've become a big fan of Harry Styles since he went solo. I like that one Harry Styles song. Apparently, you, you like his acting too. <laughs> he was fine. He had the uh, spoiler alert. He had the one the one f word in the entire movie. They okay. gave it. They gave it to him. Wow! Uh, in a good scene. In a scene worthy of the swear. <laughs> who's the uh, Who's the There's one guy from One Direction named like has like a weird name. Um, N- Nile. Nah, I think it's Nile with the song Slow Hands. Yes, I think that may be, might be my favorite spinoff One Direction song. Uh, my favorites are the Liam Payne. I, I showed you one. Not a fan of that one. <laughs> that seems like your type of style. In fact, you've insulted what I think are the One Direction songs that are similar to Slow Hands and the Harry Styles song. You've insulted them in, in the past. I think call, called them drivel. But here here I you are. It's called Slow Hands Drivel. No, but the One Direction songs that were closer to that style oh. you have tr- traditionally well, I not call liked. I like I see them. I don't know if you do. I do. I don't know if you do. Tom Hardy, great performance in this movie. Tom Hardy is is in the movie? Yeah, the movie is three different timelines, three different story strands of the same battle or situation, and Tom Hardy plays a jet man, a pilot. So you don't see his face for much of the movie. Uh You hear his voice. Interesting, interesting. Well, let me tell you, uh, I'll, I'll definitely be seeing that one, but let me tell you about another movie that I saw upon your re- your recommendation, mm-hmm. the Scientology movie that you recommended called My Scientology Movie. Yeah. Now, I had never heard of that that man. I only heard of him because this movie was so anticipated. Like This movie was out like a year ago in, in Europe, so I, that's how I heard of him. I thought I really find anything with Scientology so so interesting, but I did find it weird because you had warned me about you know how, or had mentioned how they were making a movie mm-hmm. inside the movie, and um, it was weird. Like, what was their goal just to reenact like one scene? That that know. must have been it. Or maybe they're releasing that movie, 
sometime at some point down the line. I don't know, but we barely saw like like any of it. But you did not undersell uh, the main guy's act acting ability. That guy, uh, yeah, I, I like when he w- w- when they had given him the the direction to uh, to like take it up a notch. Mm-hmm. Like from from that point forward, everyone was just like, "This is the." This is a serious guy. Yeah, and then they almost just like they were traveling around with with the, the the official guy. Well, you get the sense that he was like he didn't really know anything about the about it all, and then he got the role, and then he kind of he did the good actor thing, and he he entrenched himself in the role. He probably did some research. Yeah, <clears throat> then he got genuinely interested in it. It seems, but yeah, that guy definitely has a future. Yeah, he, he did with a it. great job playing David Miss David Miscavige. Miscavige. Yeah, who. So you you think David Miscavige Miscavige is definitely a crazy guy, or or do you think the the stories of his craziness are overblown? I think he's definitely a crazy guy. But nothing firsthand have have we ever seen. No no like firsthand e- evidence. Only stories. Uh, I think even in his recorded official Scientology stuff, he seems like a crazy guy. Well, okay, but do you think he's like? Violent, as as these these people say. Uh, I think there's a there's a better chance than not that he's violent. To pull a page out of the NFL's book, <laughs> let's not let's not go down the Tom the Tom Brady road. Um, or Ro- Roger Goodell will find David Miss Miscavige, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and Doc uh, Doc him a draft pick. Uh, but yeah, I I enjoyed it, but I I do find. There's only so much, like, for me, I could have almost skipped, and probably same for you, I could have almost skipped into 30 minutes into that movie. Because like, they were doing a lot of the background. Yeah, there's only that. so many times you can listen <laughs> to the background of who David Miscavige is and <laughs> yeah. who all these major players are. Well, you know, not everyone. I know, they have to do you know. the, they have to assume that someone watching it might, it might be the first time they really delve into Scientology, but yeah, at some point. It was definitely, uh, yeah, I, I felt for you there. Although I'm always, you know, sometimes it's nice to see how different people go about it, but it was pretty mm-hmm. similar and the same Im- information. But it was good. And I had one other thought uh, before uh, we definitely get into Game of Thrones deeper here. And that was, so I have now made it to the current season of Better Call Saul, but it is completely un unavailable to me it's not on the amc app it's not on amc on demand only like the three most recent episodes are there Hmm. where can a person legally get the current season of better call saul i'm I'm asking you i'm I'm asking all of our listeners where can i go about getting that legally yeah you mean legally yes You, you can buy it on itunes can i yeah sure it's like 20 bucks per episode no for the season sure it's like $2.99 Two ninety nine per episode. I'm betting. God, you're telling me there's nowhere with all of, like I, I have I have a subscription to AMC and I can't watch a current season of a show. Sorry, it really is for someone that's trying to get into it. It'll be on Netflix, you know. Eventually. Yeah, because the second season is on Netflix and I'm on a roll here and I'm into it, and all of a sudden, oh well, you can watch episode seven or what. Whatever, like, why, why even put put that on? Uh, I know from Walking Dead that AMC is a little weird about on demand stuff. Very frustrating. And then I downloaded the app, which, like, in the description of the app says, even though again I could log in with my sub- subscription, it said most season pr- premieres completely free, like to to everyone. And and that logged in. Better Call Saul season three premiere says only extras. Only extras, so I could only watch the the additional footage. I bet that means like week week of premiere, it was free. Yeah, I guess so. I guess. It's uh, I I don't know whose uh strategy it was over at AMC, but I hope it's working out okay for them because I'm here and I can't, I can't do it. I I don't feel that I should I should have to spend twenty dollars or whatever on on iTunes when I have the su- subscription to it. But just wait. Yeah, I guess I'll have to. Hopefully, I don't fall fall away from it. I'm sure that happens to a whole lot of people. It's too bad. But uh, yeah, so I'd love to watch Better Call Saul. If anyone, uh, you know, m- maybe someone from a- a- AMC can give me some uh, some, sure. some some input here. 
But unless you had anything else, Chris, I'd love to get into Game of Thrones. No, let's delve in. Game of Thrones Season 7, Episode 2, entitled Stormborn, right? Yep. Stormborn. And we, uh, you know, I, I think we less, we, we, we visited less characters, or not less characters, but less storylines, but I think still, like, more stuff happened, you know? Yeah. Tons of stuff happened. Story really moved episode. forward. But before we dive in, uh, any general thoughts uh, on what went down this week, episode two? Well, we predicted that this season would have a increased pace. I think this episode is a sign of that uh, because you're on last episode, promised a gift, and you went off, and we got a we got basically the payoff for that. In the next episode, which mm. when does that happen in Game of Thrones? <laughs> yeah. Something is set up, and then immediately the next episode, a bombastic payoff. I mean, I guess it doesn't necessarily one hundred percent. That's the gift. I but. mean, he took he took major hostages, and there was a major battle scene in the second episode. So Things I think are, this yeah. episode, for me at least, is a sign of the sign of the times to pull to pull something from Harry Styles. <laughs> You you think we're really going to be pushing ahead, but then you, you know we we have the the forty five minute Grey Worm uh, sex scene, and like that that could have been all, used to push things. I think things we've forward. all been that pushed their relationship forward. <laughs> yeah, but like literally, that, that has great. to be like by three times the longest Game of Thrones sex sex scene. Maybe that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think it was. I think that a was a great scene. That was a beautiful. That was a beautiful dialogue between those two. He says, "You are my weakness." Just I was like, picked because I had no weakness, and now I've now I see. Really, it could have my weakness. M- maybe it could have been like a thirty-second thing, you know. Mm. But really, I mean, come on, it was too long. I was. I rewatched the episode. I was trying to fa- fast forward through it, and you you know the the thirty second uh, skip button, the thirty second skip on most con- control. Not really, but yeah, okay. okay. Keep going. Uh, with that. I right. had to press that like what seemed like an infinite amount of times to get through that that wow. scene. Like, it's just it could have gotten the point across and left us with. Uh, I mean, we have a very limited number of episodes left here, and we did not need that that long. It would have been a great scene for about maybe 30 seconds to That a was a major landmark in their relationship that they've been building for like four seasons. Three or four they seasons. Already, they, they already had like a scene like, like that. There was a river scene in which they like saw each other and looked longingly at each other, but this was... They ex- Grey Worm, they expressed their love to each other. All right, yeah. Yep. Grey Worm, I, I mean, love the characters, just... Enough. Uh, but anyway, let's let's see if we can move uh, move here in a little bit of a. I'll I'll try to move as as the episode moved. I get where where do we? Oh, it, it was D- D- Daenerys we opened. Yep, on the storm. And I'll say if we don't move in order from here on, I'm I'm sorry, but I'm trying here. So we opened at Dragonstone. Mm-hmm. Very stormy night. Yep. Some might say the the most stormy night we've ever seen in Game of Thrones. Maybe. Probably very stormy, and we open with uh, Danny and her her closest uh, confidants, her council, uh, planning their strategy. What What do you think about that that scene, Chris? Thought it was good. It laid out the potential of the season pretty well. Uh, it makes sense what they were doing. It showed the I don't know. It showed the two sides of any warfare where there's like the political side, which was represented by Tyrion. And then there was the military might side represented by Yara. And I think ultimately Tyrion was right where they're going to, and Cersei was doing it as we see later in the episode, Cersei's going to play the, uh, the outsider game, the us versus them, the, Daenerys isn't really a Westerosi. She's bringing these foreigners here to mm. fight battles for her. Yeah. Um, which is why the plan, until it went awry, was to attack King's Landing with Westerosi armies 
so they couldn't use that tactic and then attack Castle Rock with the foreign armies. Makes a lot of sense. Who knows what will happen now? Yeah, I think uh, we can talk more about this, but with the uh, naval battle, I don't know. I just, well, let's let's talk more about that when we get to that, because I, I I have some thoughts on how that's going to to go. But mm-hmm. then Danny has uh, apparently, you know, out of almost nowhere, just this vicious attack on Varys. Well, I think she must have been seeing, like I've used. I've used him to get the political connections that I have now. What use is he for me now? Which means if there's a time for him to strike, it's probably going to be soon if there is, a, if he is mm. going to strike. So yeah. let's get it all out in the open right now. Let's see what's up. You mean like a time for Varys to, to backstab her? Yeah. If there was a time, it would be soon. It's true. But I, I don't know. To, to me, like, you know, he gave his great speech or whatever, but he still could, you know, I don't know if I trusted it. He gave his great speech. I think that what he said has been true for the entire series. He doesn't serve a monarch. He serves the people. And if he doesn't think a monarch is doing right by the people, he'll he'll work against them. I mean, to give him, though, like, for us to spend that time with all that, like, there must be something coming with that, right? Like he'll probably be the the official person that says like, you've you've done wrong, da- Daenerys. Like you've 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 done this or so. Like there's there's no way yeah. that that's just just it, right? Maybe yeah. I mean, I'm sure Varys will have a storyline apart from just being an advisor to the Queen in the last two seasons. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. And then we have uh, we had then her private discussion with. Lady o- o- Olena. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Where she told her basically not to trust Tyrion and to not be a sheep, but be a dragon. Um, I think, you know, she's probably still very hurt by her daughter's death. And probably seeing some of her daughter in... Was that her daughter or her... Her granddaughter. Her granddaughter, her grand- She's probably still hurt by her granddaughter's death and probably seeing a little bit of Marjorie in... Um, Daenerys mm. and I think she probably sees the fatal flaw of Marjorie, which was she didn't she played really well PR wise and politically but she didn't have the might like the, the fist to back it up mm. I think she probably is seeing someone that can that has all this might and is maybe cautioning and cautioning too much when she could just roll over everyone it is true that if they just went in there, like, no, no. Here, here's just just a quick a quick question because I think we'll talk about what's happening at King's Landing next. But do you think they're just building one of those giant, uh, giant, uh, sh- like, uh, what's it called? Tribu- uh, not trebuchets. Crossbow. Like cross buildings, yeah. Like, are they just building one? Because that's going to be so stupid if that takes no, they're down building, a dragon. They're building, like... I thought that scene was set. She said, like, we've had our scientists working on blah, blah, blah. Like, they're building armies of them. But it could have been, like, we have everyone working just to build this. I guess so, Pretty yeah. large. But um, if they attacked... If they just attacked, like, they have one of those things, like, they would just tear it apart. No, I bet they'll man the walls. No, but, like, if they attacked immediately, like, if they had attacked in this episode, like, it it is true that they probably would have just destroyed it. I I also don't understand, like, I don't know, it just just doesn't, it doesn't make make sense to me, really, like, why they're holding off, you know? Because dragons are messy. They're not tactical beasts. They can be, come on. No, like, see, like, every, like. Thousands would die. Thousands of innocent people would die. They wouldn't. They would siege up. They wouldn't let the armies in. So they probably would have to do siege tactics. And a major part of that is using those three dragons, which means many innocent people would die. Which would probably plant the seed for anti-Targaryen rhetoric. Oh, you let all these people die. So let's try to wait them out. Do it peace. Do it as peacefully as we can, or as cleanly as we can. 
Do you think uh, one of the dragons is definitely going to die, right? I don't know. I think it's going to be lame if it's those. I mean, the dragon is huge and breathing fire and moving, and they're going to hit it with that, that, that crossbow. Um, It reminded me a lot of the dragon Smaug from The Hobbit. Never saw it. Um, or read it. Did you read it? No. Well, in that in that book Her, and movie, was great though. In that movie's not so much. But the dragon smaug is one weakness is this special type of like basically it's, it's the same device, like this major big big giant arrow. Really? Mm-hmm. And they had that kind of precision. The music in, in The Hobbit was great by 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 the way. But uh sure. I um it was. Did they, re- they they took down the the dragon in that in that movie with just a, well, a one, arrow? Well, one hits it, and it chips like a piece of its armor off. From what I've been reading online, the skull of what's that the dragon's name? Balerion, I think, the giant dragon. Yeah, was supposed to be like a lot larger according to the books. Oh, there's a lot of changes from the books. Yeah, but I. I don't know. It, like, it's it seems to me like the if the crossbow like made it halfway through that giant skull from like ten feet away, like it it just seems outrageous to me if they're really gonna say that that crossbow can can take out can take out like a dragon that's swooping around and and breathing fire. Well, dragons were dragons were defeated without those things. In that initial war, Dorn, Dorn was never lost. I think that that dragon, though, like that that dragon that was under there, is the dragon that D- Danny's father had, right? I no, think. that was that was the one. That was the dragon that that united the kingdoms because it was so strong. Really? Yeah. But she said it was a a a trophy of war. I guess he it just inherited it. The dragons were long gone after when her father was king. Oh yeah. So it was it her father's father then? I think it was like even further back than that. The um okay. The there's a short story series called The Adventures of Duncan Egg in the same universe written by George R. R. Martin. Okay. It's set 400 years before the events of Game of Thrones. Mm. And in that story an old man Tells the story of the last dragon, and seeing the last dragon was that die. dragon the the last dragon? No, the last. They by the end, the Targaryens kept dragons as like pets and didn't let them fly and chained them up in the dragon pit. So it was very frail and like sickly and really small. Mm. So the last dragon was very small. I think I I was reading a, another thing on online about how the size of the dragons is supposed to be. Connected to the amount of magic in in the world, oh. because I was reading a lot about the size of these 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 dragons. There's been a lot of discussion about this on on Reddit. Interesting. Um, but Drogon is growing at crazy rate. Like he's only like how old could could he be? He's well, just like a few year, years one old. The, one of the characters says full grown dragons. I think it was in this episode. She has three full grown dragons, which leads me to believe. However big they are, they're done growing. There is no way it's it's done growing. Just a stupid person. Think there's too much magic in the world. For those them to those be people don't don't right know now. about dragons. It's a fact that dragons continue growing throughout their their whole life. Oh, it's a fact. This is a fact. Yeah. Okay. So, the the facts of of the matter are: if Drogon is this big, and he's probably still there's been there's been analysis done. He's like less than half the size of that that dragon skull. Mm-hmm. I, I I think, uh, I mean he's gonna be huge. But also he seems to be growing. Maybe he is gr- growing faster. I maybe I I don't know. But I'll tell you one thing: it'll. There's no way that crossbow. The crossbow barely made it through through that skull from like ten ten feet away. I would think about like fifty a direct them. headshot. And I'm thinking about I'm thinking about more like hitting the wings and tearing them up. Not being able to fly. Yeah. Like canvas. Like a tear through canvas. It it could be. It's it's gonna take a lot of resources. I just I think it's a little bit lame. But again, the Dornish did it without those machines. It can be done. What did they do? 
But there was like weak dragons. You you say that they took down or no? It was that it was that dragon? Okay. They, well, they just fended them off. I want to talk about what else happened at King's Landing, but before I do that, I have a quick aside for you. Mm-hmm. This was another thing I found uh, online, and I want to specifically call out Reddit user Etra Style for creating this because I found it very interesting. It has nothing to do with specifically this episode, but I thought I'd give you a quiz, okay? A quiz, okay. Um, This is a graph that he made of the entire series, okay? All of Game of Thrones, I believe up until this very episode. Um, screen time for every character. Okay? Okay. So, I'll start with this. Who do you think is number one? Daenerys. She's number three. Hmm. Any other guess at at number one? John. Number two. We're getting a, a special man. I don't want to say Tyrion. It is. But Tyrion didn't really become like a main character until season two, I would say. Uh, I guess not. He had almost the exactly the same. I'll also say this. Our friend from Reddit has put each. It's like a graph with each season, how much oh, okay. they, they, they each have. Tyrion has just about the same amount of screen time as John and Daenerys in season one. Hmm. Much more in season two, much more in season three, yeah. much more in season four, about the same in season five. And then. Six. Oh yeah, this is only up to season six. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, Pretty lame. And then I'll I'll say this. This this says a lot. So we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Number twelve overall is Ned Stark. The man was only in se- season one. Well, that's how you have to trick everyone because you make <laughs> it. You make everyone think that this man is is the main character. I mean, he was the main character of season one. Yeah, of season one. And but you that, make everyone think that it's his show. You know, yeah, it was his show. I know, but you make everyone think that it's going to be his show for like seven seasons. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, did did you think that? Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, I think um, here's a here's someone that sticks out to me. Number like seven or something. Overall, with more screen time, well, Theon is number seven. Yeah, remember all, remember all the stuff with, with him in captivity. That's all straight Theon. Hmm. Yes, but no one else doesn't make. Okay, Ned Stark, mm-hmm. man has not been in the show since a little bit of season two, right? Wasn't he? They, they, didn't they have like a flashback or something? Yeah, I think if there was a vision. Um. This man has more screen time than Brienne, more screen time than Davos, than Bran. Yeah. yeah. Bran wasn't in an entire season. Was was that season f- five? I think so, yeah. I think. Ned wasn't in six six seasons. I know, but Bran wasn't the main character of an entire season. <laughs> it's true, but who who is? Bran's like one of the main well, characters no. in several seasons, right? He's like a major side character, I'd say, right now. I found it interesting here. It is interesting. I don't know if there's anything else that sort of sticks out here, um, but I did think it was it was very cool. Of course, the other Catelyn is another one that drops off quick, mm-hmm. obviously. But it makes me wonder, like when when you look at this, you know, of the top five. So the top five are Tyrion, John, Daenerys, Cersei, Sansa. Uh, like which one of those you think is is going first? Who knows? Probably Cersei. And I'll just say oh. one more aside. Who really? I think we're getting a big next week's. Someone's gone. As as my prediction. I don't know who. I'm thinking. The more I think about it, I think Jamie. I think they're too well protected. I could see Jamie just like Jamie dying. Yeah, it would have to be something crazy. They're so well protected. So was Ned. Ned was not well protected. Well protected. Oh, you you mean like within the plot of the show, like their characters are well? Pro- no, I mean pro- like protected? physically where they are. Ned oh, wasn't I well see. protected. Well, that 
that doesn't matter. That like a- anything could happen. Like Cersei could see him. It would have to like, be. Yeah, it would have going to be against. It would have to be like a crazy betrayal. Like I think Arya could sneak sneak in. She's going north. Anything could 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 happen. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm just saying it have to be pretty like free pretty out of nowhere. Okay. Well, you think? I mean, is it safe to? I I think if if Mike was here, he would say there's no way that Tyrion, John, or da- Daenerys are dying. Right? Do you agree with that? I think I'm um, talking about like like soon. I mean, I think he said John is the. He might have said John and Daenerys are the only really safe people. Mike said that, you say? I think so. I'm I'm paraphrasing if I remember it. Tyrion can't. I mean, it could Tyrion be Tyrion. definitely could die. He's fulfilled his story arc, I think. He's, he has to say, he, ha, he could, he's going to be like the official guy that strategically saves everyone. I know, but he's in, he's in his final place, I think. Mm, he, you, you mean like as the hand of, da- yeah. of Danny? Yeah. I think he's not going any further than that. God, now you're making me think it could be him. He does have the most screen time of any character. I think it definitely could Just be Just like Ned. Things would, if if he dies, though, like, things would have to go really bad. Like, other main, like, the, like Daenerys would probably have to die as well. No. In Why? What, in, in what world would he die? Would things go so bad where he would, where he would be in deathly danger? Well, you know what I was sort of thinking last week, but I couldn't talk about it because you hadn't seen the coming attraction with uh, what's Mike, her name? Mike hadn't seen the coming the, attraction. Oh, sorry the 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 mother of the sand snakes, Illyria Sand. Is it Illyria? Uh, uh, yes, Illyria Alaria. Um. Anyway, I saw that she was in the coming attraction, right? And I was thinking because she was discussing with Danny in episode two preview um and i was thinking she might kill Tyrion. i guess she she still could they hate each other or i mean they hate each each other's families but then he did speak about it like straight up he he called her out right during that that meeting like he said we don't poison little girls or whatever yeah but there's definitely some bad blood there but Tyrion hates his family as well it's true, but I mean, so who who do you think could, could could die? I'm I'm very interested. You can't just say no one's gonna die next episode. Soon, so I think Cersei's dying this season. That's the. You really think she's the easy she's money? Die? I would say. I mean, George could definitely pull a fast one and not and have that not happen. The more I think about it, it's making me think T- Tyrion. He's just everyone loves him. Yeah, I I think we're past that in the show now. We're past people dying? Everyone's going to die. Past, I think we're past killing fan-favorite characters for the sake of like killing them. I, think, I don't like, think that's ever been for the sake of killing them. I think it's just re, re, reality. Like, Game of Thrones is, is great because know, but, there's not as much, uh, what's it called, plot armor. No, but I think at this point, the end is so close that the ending would have to be dark. For that to happen, I don't think that's going to happen. So you're telling me that a lot of these people aren't aren't going to die at all? I think like a chunk of them will die. I think major characters will die this season. Probably fan favorite major characters, but I don't think like I think like a lot of them are going to live. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't think Jame like the Jamie and Cersei crew and. Like they both have to die, or they both have to live if things go go bad, right? Both have to die. They both have to live. Like you could surrender. Side could surrender. I guess they could. That would not be Game of Thrones like for no one to die though. I'm saying people will die. I just don't. So you think seriously? And just give me one more. I'm I'm just dying know. for your thoughts. Who? I don't really know. Hmm. Could be anyone. It's all up in the air. Okay, we'll uh, we'll see. But you don't think T- Tyrion, even though you just brought brought him up. I don't think he's dying though. He's he's going till till the end. Till next season. Ooh, he could die. Okay, he could die. Okay, well let's let's talk a little bit more about Cersei here. So she has the meeting 
with all the lords and really pulls her p- political shit on uh, on them as mm-hmm. as as you mentioned um and the question as we talked about at length a moment ago someone says how are we going to kill the dragons yep and we have a large crossbow which it just come on but anyway then we we have the Jamie aside with Samuel's dad, right? Yep. Randall, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. Randall T- Tarley. And this is a d- dynamic that I think is very in- interesting because I think it seems like he's going to go to their, their side, right? But he does seem like a pretty... It's It's weird because when he was having his meeting with Sam, he was like ultra ass. Like he was like painted as like the worst guy ever but in this episode like he just seems like he's a very you know honorable man like he wants to do what's what's right um what do you think's gonna go down with that that would not be good if they broke their uh, allegiance wouldn't be good for danny yeah i think they i think they'll stay loyal to the crown because i don't think it would have gotten that scene and there'll be some sort of some sort of scene where Sam has to like realizes that or is caught in, in between it all. You think we're, is it, there's, is there seven episodes this season? Mm-hmm. Does that mean episode six should be like the crazy battle episode, right? Well, it could be. I mean, they've done like hard home was episode eight, I think, or, or seven. But like, could could you see us having a huge like? Could Danny go after King's Landing in this next episode? She she can't, right? There has to be at least one. We're deciding to go after them episode, right? I think it all depends on how many. Are we supposed to? This is kind of skipping towards Huron's naval battle, but are we sure. to assume that all of those ships, all of the Dornish ships, are just like, and the Greyjoy fleet are just gone? I know. Or was it like a more strategic attack, just getting the major people and then ghosting back to King's Landing? That's a big question, yeah. Because that, that would be a major defeat if, like, all of the Greyjoy ships are gone. Yeah, that could be the beginning of, uh, I guess, it seeming like Danny doesn't have as much of a superpower as it seems. But again, it's just... Because she decided to do the stupid, like this stupid maneuvers, rather than just go go in. It's not stupid. Well, another thing is, isn't what's her 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 name? Uh, Yara. Mm -hmm. Uh, Isn't she supposed to be like naval mastermind? Like I don't know. I guess they they were prepared. Yeah. But then also, like, how did Yura know exactly where where they they'd be? all seems a little suspicious it could just be you know we're supposed to write that off or is there a traitor could be a traitor. isn't that pretty specific that he just knew exactly where they they were traveling i mean i guess he is like a master ship man but like isn't she too yara yeah. i don't know i think it seemed a a little uh off off balance there um but yeah, let's uh let's save that since that was the uh the last scene and I'd like to talk a little bit about uh about Arya's uh Arya's time in this this episode. Mm-hmm. So we got the reunion with Hot Pie. Yep. What do you think about it? It was supposed to, like it's a funny little scene. What stuck out to me was like why was she so like aloof with him? Like she she didn't seem to like. She was not fr- friendly with him at, at, at all. It's like she she wasn't there. She's yeah. on her on her. She has a mission. She had time to be very happy with Ed Ed Sheeran, not not to bring up that 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 scene. But then you go into this, and she's just well. She was intrigued by Ed Sheeran and crew. Hmm. But you think an old friend you you haven't seen in in so long? She's just very cold. You know. Wasn't that cold. She was pretty cool. She didn't even get, give him eye contact. Just sat there eating and going like, "Yep, she's yep. on a mission." She she what? She was on a mission. Yeah, she she was on on a mission. I I guess, but I, I mean, people. 
I guess, obviously, the big thing here is Hapai lets her know, John, uh, what happened at Winterfell. Yep. And it looks like she's heading to Winterfell. Looks like she's going home. Again, going to miss miss John, though. Miss her, her family. I guess Sansa will be uh, Yeah, they could do some funky, like, timeline stuff and have it line up or whatever, but pro- she'll probably miss him. I mean... Do you think, like, I'm feeling like it's just going to be like a check-in. I mean, the other thing is with her and Bran potentially coming here, isn't everyone going to be like, Bran should should be the the man, right? Like, not John. Bran is full full Stark. Yeah, I mean, he's presumed dead, crowned king. I bet. (laughs) What? No, it's just like I bet. Yeah. I bet the the John line stands, but John is such a good guy. I bet. He'll, I bet he'll just give it up to Bran. I would assume. Bran probably won't want it. He seems to be well, on a Bran whole is, another level. Of Bran is elevated. Mental. Yeah, he's not. He's really not even a Stark anymore. He's the Three Eyed Raven. He's another. He's like an interdimensional being. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yeah, he probably won't even want. It. That's a good point. Like. But then will that cause more of an issue, though? Because I'm sure all of the lords and stuff will want him to be it. But then, like, he won't want to be it. But then it'll be it'll cause more shit with John's John being king, I, I think. Because they're they're already pissed. Yeah. You know? Um, But that's a whole other thing. Like, are we next week could just be Stark reunion minus John at Winterfell. Yeah. You know? But, like, where do they go from there? Like, are they all going to hang out at Winterfell again? Or, like, will Bran... Like, what if Bran comes in? The the, the current rightful heir, right? I mean, he, he is. Yeah. Lays down... Potentially lays down that John has zero Stark blood. The The... The, the the man has that well, he in has, his head. He has fifty percent Stark blood. Just no, not from the man's just not from the man's side. He's where, Ned Stark's sister's son. Oh yeah. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay, Leanna, yeah. She was Leanna Ned Stark's Stark. sister. That's that's correct, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why why was I thinking Okay, but well, is it like the, it'll not, lessen things though, right? Yeah, because he's not He's not. He's he's not a Stark. He's a Targaryen. Yeah, yeah. Potentially, he's not Ned Stark's son. Yeah. <sighs> Cra- crazy but if, stuff. But could, if anything, if anything, I think that would actually help John's case, because it's not just some foreign weird dragon queen. It's like we all love John. It's John's sister. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's true. Or Gotta help John's sister. Can't trust a Targaryen, and this man is a, tar- Maybe, a Targaryen. I, I think biggest question of next next episode: Will Bran get like some sort of w- w- wheelchair, or will he continue being dra- dragged around? Could get a wheelchair. Will will, will they have like replacement Hodor come and like be be the new thing or? Um, I think that wasn't didn't Tyrion give the Maester like plans for some sort of thing to let him ride on horses? Oh yeah, back in season one, that so, was way back when. So I'm sure there is like there is technology to help disabled people. Oh, you you think it's it, it's gonna be like some cool thing that no, that would be? It cool. won't be crazy. I just think it'll probably just be like a wheelchair. Bran could probably see into the future for what the what a good wheelchair design is. Yeah. You gotta help yourself before you can help help others. It's like, you know, when when there's an issue on an airplane, when the when the uh, oxygen c- comes down, you help yourself bef- before you help others. So Bram pro- probably says, "I need to get myself a kick-ass wheel- wheelchair before I can save save uh, <laughs> everyone." Probably right? Yeah. Um. But yes, cool, cool. And then let's talk. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Winterfell then, just in general, because we see. Again, why can't they? John and Sansa should just have a quick five-minute discussion in private before looking like fools in front of everyone. I mean, I get that they're not, you know, they're not used to doing it or whatever. Yeah, things are a little more rough in the north. <laughs> yeah. 
And I think it like partial because John just really likes being tr- transparent, right? Like he wouldn't want to lie to to any of them. But yeah, it's not yeah. lying; it's just going in y- unified, right? Yeah. Like they have. Well, he straight to... up told Sansa, "Like you have to stop contradicting me." He told her that. And then the she she didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. She stopped talking when he put her in charge, though. That right? I mean. I don't understand why that was such a shock to her. Who else would he put in charge? <laughs> she's the, she's literally the only other Stark in Winterfell. That's true. <laughs> she she probably thought unless like yeah. unless Littlefinger has been like poisoning her mind and she uh, thinks like John like doesn't respect her or something. Yeah, I don't know. She she probably thought some man or something, right? Like, Maybe, but. That that will be interesting with Littlefinger with Sansa in in charge because I mean, one hundred percent chance he's gonna pull something right like whispering in her ear to cause some some ruckus. Yeah, there's some there's some reason why he's still around. Ugh, I hope he just dies. You know. Yeah. I I'm sort of I have a vision in my in my mind like he's doing some like Sansa blah, 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 blah. And then she just stabs him in the stomach. Like that'll be done. Yeah. I mean, if he's dead, the, uh, the leader of the veil is still their cousin. Doesn't really change anything. Oh yeah. What would happen to all the armies? Also is the, is their cousin the one that was the the little kid? Yeah. Like the crazy kid. Oh God. Well, you're getting, you think they'd retain those, those armies if Littlefinger died? Littlefinger could backstab we're everyone tw- and leave. We're, we were led to believe that that kid is, like, insane. Yeah. And yeah. that Littlefinger, like, has him wrapped around his finger. So, like... Pun intended, huh? Yeah, he just said, like, this is, hey, you should go, this is your cousin. You should go help. You don't want to see your cousins die. And the kid was like, all right, whatever, <laughs> sure. Yeah. So I think that kid is very erratic. So uh, wonder if we'll... We'll see see him again. He wants something, obviously. Yeah, well, he wants to sit on, on the Iron Throne. Maybe. He said it before. I know, he, but that's, that's, that's he, what he wants. He can't believe that that's in the realm of possibilities. If everything burns to the ground, he he could do it if, like, everyone dies. I guess so, yeah. You know? But I don't know. If that's still his mission, that's, you know. He's, there, are yeah. other, there are other ways to do that. Other ways to sit on, on the Iron Throne? Yeah. Like what? Like doing some... Know. Go to Cersei. Promise your armies to Cersei. She's looking... She's doesn't have a husband. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he could... He could do any number of things. I don't think he will, though. I don't know. They do seem to be setting up like everyone hates him. Like, I could see him just being like... You know, we had the scene with John treating him like shit. Sansa treats him like like shit. Like, why is he even there? I I, I could see him doing well, he that. He loves just, Sansa. Yeah, that's that's definitely it. Just like he loved Catelyn. But how how long can that love hold? It might his his love for the power might. You know that's that's his his internal battle. I think right. right? Mm-hmm. He loves Sansa, but. Everyone, including Sansa, hates hates him and hates him for loving Sansa. But there was that, and we'll have to see. Um, we'll have to see what goes down. And then at the end, much to uh, everyone, including Lady Mormont, being pissed, uh, John leaves to go see Danny. Yeah. And uh, so you do watch the coming next week, right? I actually didn't watch this one, but you can describe it. It was very short, or it seemed short to me. Oh, I think I might. Have, I think I might have watched it then. But, but you we describe see, it, yeah. And if no one wants to hear this, please uh, t- tune out for a couple seconds here. Uh, he, we see him walk into the throne room mm-hmm. with uh, Danny. But I'm wondering, do you think we're gonna get an actual scene, or do you think that could be like the end of episode three? Oh, I think we'll get a scene. Because like that would be one of the most momentous things in the entire show. Yeah, that's like what everyone's waiting for. Mm-hmm. I could see it just they walk in and cut to black. No, no, yeah. they never they never show it in the preview. But it it, it did happen. I know, but they wouldn't show the final like mm. it would, they wouldn't show the final shot of the episode in the preview. That's true. Takes That's some, true. I bet it'll. It could even open with it next week. 
don't know. It's like him leaving there. Everyone's pissed. Littlefinger's there. Like, it's just rough. It's not going to be as easy as we all thought. I read something on Reddit, uh, a prediction. So, Mm -hmm. you know, just straight up. No, no, no spoiler here. But they were thinking, and I'm sorry I don't have the, the name, uh, kind, kind man, um, that John walks in, right, and says, like, they have a discussion, and then they show him the dragons, and then the dragons act all nice to him. Like, know how they, they were upset with everyone, and then maybe that leads to Danny saying something special about this 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 guy, right? Maybe. I do love though how John and Tyrion just have this ultimate love. Like they, they both just they respect each each other. They they think each other are good 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 people. Sure, yeah. Which is great, but we'll have to see. And then to transition here, the other letter that John gets that motivates him to go there to Dragonstone is from Sam. Sam, whose entire uh entire story this episode was uh trying to save Jorah. Yeah. What do you think about that? Thought it was some really well done practical effects on Jorah Mormont. And great acting. Great acting, oh yeah. Did a great job. And he's just the greatest character, you know? Jorah? Yeah. I love him. Jorah's pretty great, yeah. Actually, I think he might be, I think like many people, Tyrion number one for me, but Jorah actually might might be two, and then Danny. Jorah's good. I think Jorah's just... He has one of my favorite lines from the show. What's what's that? There's a beast in every man, and it stirs when you put a sword in his hand. Wow, that that is a good line. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. What what, what was the the context? If you remember, I don't remember because it was from a trailer. I think it was from the season three trailer. Mm, okay, okay, yeah. But that uh, do you think that's gonna be it? And Jorah's healed, or will there be more? I heard a prediction about Jorah, like just someone. Like not spoiler, I, I don't think it's spoiler. It's okay, pretty, I, don't, I also don't think it's true, but it's possibly true. What was the prediction as to why they're spending so much time on this grayscale stuff? What? What? what yeah, tell it. T- tell us. Tell us. Um, that possibly when you're cured of grayscale, you're like immune to being touched by a White Walker. Whoa! But the White Walker have like swords and stuff, right? Yeah. Presumably. Also, if you're, you're cured... Or, no, what I heard is you're immune to being turned into a, a White Walker. So we we might see, like... If that was the case, we might see what we think is the death of Jorah, and then it... Maybe. Turns out he can't be. That would be interesting. It does explain... There is... There probably has to be some reason why they're showing so much grayscale stuff. Yeah. They really are... Uh, unless it's just... All they needed was for Sam to find out about the the dragon stone Glass, stuff. Yeah. And then there's just nothing else to fill the time and Jorah's gonna be important as coming back That's to the true, yeah. So they just need they just needed to fill that time. Yeah. But maybe I don't know, but that'll be that'll be it be interesting too. Uh do you think like I I could see them both just heading out, like they could be on on the road next next episode. Uh yeah, I think Sam could definitely be exiled. Oh, uh, yeah, actually, I th- I thought that too. That um, that's probably what's gonna go. He's doing yeah. a lot of things yeah. that he's expressly not told not to do. <laughs> he really is. Um, so I think, and basically, he got like the major piece of information that there's this mountain of dragon glass under Dragonstone, unless there's some other. Unless there's some other thing to be learned, I think he definitely could be exiled. I mean, there, there's so many books, though, Chris. I, f- I feel like there there, there could be there the could other be thing, other information, you know? but I don't think he's going to be stuck down there. Maybe maybe the entire season, but not forever. I hope. Not. I I think we we could see him. Yeah, exiled next next episode. Yeah, they're they're gonna find out. Like the there's an official process where the next day Jorah's supposed to be sent sent away, right? Well, he was supposed to kill himself. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Gave him they, an extra day to kill himself. They gave him ex- and kill so him, something's going to happen, right? Like, they're going to have to do so- something with that, either a fake death or... Yeah, I guess so. But if they don't, like... You know what would be badass, like... 
they they try to like imprison them or something jora and sam and then jora takes sam's sword and takes care of some some business yeah bites their their way out and then they say like oh where where should we go well we're we're going to see see Dan Jorah's going going to see Danny yeah but the, I, I I don't know and then let's let's touch on the the final the final segment of the episode the, sure. the naval battle with Euron I think probably the best entrance one of the best character entrances in the history of the, of the show with the Euron giant yelling and coming down on the on the bridge thing yeah. and then slamming yeah. and, ki- and killing someone. Well, that was all right. It was a little cartoony. Yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely true, but so is a dragon. No, not really. No, not in that way. Okay. With, with like a giant, like goofy, uh, crossbow killing a dragon beat car- cartoony. It's not goofy. Those things really <laughs> existed, Jeff. All right. All right. Uh, but anyway, what what were your thoughts on the on the Euron uh, and this whole this whole scene? Um, I thought it worked pretty well. It definitely wanted to be like a hard home style out of nowhere giant battle, but it was very constrained. It was basically all we saw was that one ship, the ship Euron was <laughs> yeah. on. We didn't see. I think we might have we might have seen like two cutaways to like the ocean, the the wide a widescreen ocean shot. I. I also saw some very fake looking blood uh, that I didn't like seeing. I thought I made it look, well, look a little cheap. I thought there was uh, I thought there was really good uh, practical effects of like I don't even know what they were, just like flaming bolts mm. coming from out of nowhere. I thought it all looked really good, but it was all right. It's obviously it's tough seeing like such a bad thing happen to characters that we care about. The uh the flirtatious scene that occurred right before the battle between uh, y- Yara and Alaria, mm-hmm. we we could have used something of that length for the Grey Worm uh, love love scene. Except those characters haven't been growing a relationship for the past like four seasons, Jeff. Yeah, but that's the type of length that would have still been effective for me. I'm just saying that. Like okay, I, well, I would have loved. Uh, sorry. I would have loved something a little bit more like uh, like like that. But I guess so it's pretty clear at this point the prisoner Alaria is gonna be Euron's gift to Cersei then. Yeah, probably. The woman that killed her daughter. Yeah. Um Do we think like you were mentioning before, yeah, are the ships done? Is it just that was all just? Yeah, the question lost? is like who run, who's in charge of Dorne now? Are they still faithful to Daenerys? It's all these questions. Lots of questions with, uh, with that. Of course, everyone like almost universally dislike the Sand Snakes, so that must have been a celebration for people to see them die. That's sort of a shame. I, I I've heard that they're like fan favorite characters from the books. So I assume oh. they were just horribly mistreated in the show and they had a much more interesting storyline in the books. So, I mean that whole storyline during that season in the books. Was well, I heard in the books, Jamie well never goes down there in the books. Really? Yeah. So I think there's just this whole like separate thing that happened in the books that just isn't touched on. Interesting. Yeah. So we'll have to see though. What happens with all of that? The fallout from all of the, the giant battle or maybe small battle. If it was just a, those, those boats, we, yeah. we don't know. And then obviously the big moment was Theon jumping into the ocean, having his, uh, uh, what's it called? Post-traumatic stress, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and jumping ship. Yeah. What did you think about that? Chris? Well, it made sense. The horrors that he's gone through, Never, really, never really left him. He got better, but there you still, still stays with you. But you know, he's not captured. He still can save. He can still do something. Well, that's what I've been uh, reading. A few pe- people saying is the choice he made left both of him and his sister alive instead of both dead. It's true. 
But my question is, like, man's in the middle of the ocean. I'm sure you can, you can get onto a boat. But they'll, they'll, we they'll also, kill him. We also don't know exactly where, yeah. where in the ocean they are. They could just be, like, outside of the bay or something. That's what I'm saying. It was very small scale. We really didn't get a feel for yeah. where they were. Although I feel like we did see boats, other boats yeah, on, other on boats, fire. Yeah, but it was nighttime. We didn't get a lot of... Did you, did you uh, remember me talking last episode about Euron's boat being a trireme meant to slam into another boat? Did, did you say that last time? Yep. Wow. C- and, congratulations. And it happened. Wow. That's pretty good on Game of Thrones for designing a boat and then using it as it's intended. I also heard that's that's great though. I I uh, I guess that went over my head a little bit, or I didn't remember. But I also read that Euron's crazy-looking axe. You may know more more about this. Is supposedly a a callback to a book character that's Euron's brother that has a crazy axe that's not in the show. Hmm. I mean, it was mm-hmm. a little crazy that he just randomly had like a. Crazy bad badass looking giant axe that he was using. <laughs> like Yeah, it was cool though. But yeah, that's uh that's cool. What a mess though. I mean, at the very least, we now have to deal with prisoners, you know. Now mm-hmm. you know, it could even turn into if Theon maybe he gets back with Danny and Tells them what happened, and then we have to deal with, you know, what's your sister's life worth, or like all this with prisoners and shit. Like it, it could just turn into a whole thing. But I guess is is Euron now one of like the the main bad bad guys just emerge in in, se- in season seven? Yeah, I guess we'll have to see how his gift is is uh, received by Cersei. And we'll go from there. We'll know his next steps. I have another point uh, before uh, before we end here. It might be a spoiler, though. Okay. But it's something I was reading again on Reddit. Love my Game of Thrones Reddit. Um, so I guess if anyone doesn't want possibly a spoiler, like it's not from the books or anything. It's just like something that someone thinks they picked up in the show. Okay. Um, are you okay with me telling you? Sure. Okay, here it comes everyone um if you don't want to hear in the opening credits mm-hmm. someone screenshotted it and if you sure. slow it down when you look at the wall um it's the wall and then there's water on both on both sides but in one in one of the screenshots the the water turns turns to to ice so people are saying that's Maybe the White Walkers that that will be it. Maybe they just turn the water in into ice. Yeah. Although the question has has to be asked, why why now? Did they just figure it out that that they can turn water in into ice? Yeah. Or maybe it's nothing. You know. Yeah. Or theoretically, they've been coming since episode one. Like you you think they they've been been traveling? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. But uh. Such good stuff. I can't wait for, for next week. Any thoughts before we go? No, I just can't wait for next week. The Queen's Justice, I think it's called. Oh, I, I didn't know. I think that's what this episode's called. Spoiler, Chris. Probably Sorry. Justice of Alaria. Mm-hmm. Is that her name? Alaria. I mixed that up because in the Dark Tower series, there's a city called Aluria. Ah, okay. So I always mix it up. Got you. Well, we'll definitely be looking forward to it and talking about it. And uh, if things warm up around here, uh, we'll probably have have Mike back. Yeah, well, well, we check in every week on the temp. Yeah. And then we know whether to text Mike or not. Yeah, we check in every week. And uh, it wasn't one of our weeks, unfortunately, mm-hmm. this week. Or fortunately, depending on what your perspective is. But until next time, Chris, where can we find you online? Twitter.com slash that Morris. Mike is... Linguistics underscore. Of course, n- notoriously with the underscore. I added him so long ago, and then, you know, he never... You, I don't really... You don't think of your friend's account names because you added them so long ago, and they're just added. That's that's true. It's it's like phone numbers. You, sure. you know, you, you add s- someone's uh, phone number to your 
phone and yeah. then they're they're just a name you know exactly i never think of anyone's fo- phone number yep very few that i i know but yes you, you can find mike uh linguistics underscore uh maybe think who, so who knows um but uh you can find me uh at jeffem on uh on twitter and you can find all of us all over so- social media at Screening Club. You can also visit us on screeningclub.com for more articles, insight, and to share your thoughts. Please remember to rate and subscribe. We really appreciate it. Please share your comments with us. You can uh, reach us directly at screeningclub at gmail.com. We love reading your comments uh, and thoughts. Uh, and other than that, we'll, uh, we'll be looking forward to our thrones this week, and we'll all catch up uh, in one week's time. Mm-hmm. See you later.